This is Alia welcoming you to another episode of Untethering Consciousness, where I explore my journey through caregiver fatigue and burnout, choosing to show back up to my career as a home health care nurse, deciding to lean into these beliefs and thoughts and experiences and patterns and how others can learn from, join me, and also expand into a whole new way of experiencing this ability to provide care in a way where we are so full and fulfilled and allowing ourselves to be more authentically ourselves in these scenarios. So I'm halfway through my nurse coaching program. Upon completion, I will be internationally recognized as a nurse coach. And I came home after work and had a online class to show up where we each get, get to have a chance to coach and be coached with the instructors over a Zoom call. As I was driving home and I was listening to other people have their moments of being coached, I really started to connect to myself and how I was feeling and what was going on. And I really felt that day at work, I had shown up 110% for my patient and my patient's parents and making sure that all these areas for them was taken care of even outside of my job description of making sure that their space and their home felt really nourishing to them and it was well well cared for and so that they felt like they could really relax and feel taken care of. And as I left work, I realized that I had vocalized certain aspects of the routine that I would like to unfold in a way that would really help me to be taken care of and for the patient to be cared for. But I, as soon as I said that, I fell back into the routine of what worked best for the parents. At the end of the shift, it was scrambling to get everything done. And that's exactly why I had mentioned a different take on how the routine would go down that day. And what I realized is I, I put the needs of others before myself, even though I, it was a it was a step in the right direction to be able to voice what I prefer, I still fell into the habit of doing what was best for others instead of myself, and I felt this sadness as I drove home of wow, like there's a part of me that really wants me to take care of myself and actually follow through, and there's this mindset of as a nurse the patient has to come first, and there's really no room to think of self in that. And so it was my, once I was home and settled, I, it was my time to be coached. And I just, I remember crying softly and then I breathed through it and I I expressed those feelings of, as a caregiver, these, these thoughts, they're just thoughts or beliefs that I had adopted and believed to be true. And how I was starting to see it in my practice. And I began to realize that I've taken breaks from my nursing career multiple times. I think about two to three times already. And I didn't want to go back 
into Western medicine, into the field as a nurse because of addressing this belief system of addressing my approach, how I would be so depleted in caring for other people. And I wouldn't take care of myself because of this idea of professionalism and how the patient comes first, the client comes first. It became to the detriment of what works for me also. And I never knew that I could have that possibility. And so as I started to talk through this coaching session and have more insights of how I was showing up, I began to get playful. And I said, you know, I really would like to see what does it look to be playful? I already announced what would work best for me and would also be taking care of the needs of the patient. What would it be like that didn't work out? What would it be like to be playful and be like, oh, that didn't work out. I no longer have to carry this anxious feeling around with me if it doesn't work out. What if I got playful? What if I actually began to invite other possibilities of trial and error instead of just saying like getting so down on myself I can just become more aware and notice and try different things and communicate what are some other things that we can do here so that all the needs are provided for in a safe manner that's still professional but also in a way that's going to really work for me and how I'm going to be able to feel full and capable of providing these therapies in a way that I'm acknowledging myself also in this scenario. And I'm coming from a place of, I feel good, I feel full, I feel like I can provide everything within this time frame before I have to leave shift and everything, all the documentation can be done. So all the professional pieces can be taken care of and the patient comes priority as well as me being provided for. And so it's like this new way of looking at health care in a way of my cup is full and overflowing to be able to provide this for someone else. And as I was speaking through all of this new approach to how I could show up, my instructor mentioned and started smiling and she said, as you were talking, I could literally see Florence Nightingale. For those who don't know who Florence Nightingale is, she was the one who created the profession of nursing. She is the pioneer of this career. And she was, it was 150 years ago, maybe a little bit more, when she created this field. And she came from a very wealthy family. She didn't need to work. But she felt this call to go to the Crimean War, Crimean, Crimean, however you say it. She decided to go to that war and to provide care for the soldiers. And they lost a lot of men. And there wasn't a whole lot that she felt like she could do. But she took notes. She observed. She saw what wasn't working, what led to all those deaths. And she spent the rest of her life mostly bedridden, but really analyzing and studying and and writing out and creating a format for what we now know as nurses. And really her model was to have clean air, clean water, to provide an environment that was going to cultivate a space for the body to heal. 
And the part that my instructor saw in me is this aspect of trial and error. That it's okay to observe and see what's not working and start to come up with and propose options that might work better. And then to know that it's going to be try this and then that didn't work so try this and as long as the patient is provided for and their cares are taken care of and the documenting is complete. So making sure that all of these aspects are taken care of, but how do I show up in that piece? And it's so funny because 150 years ago, Florence Nightingale predicted that the field of nursing would look like how she always predicted the field to be. 150 years ago is now, last year, 2020. And how amazing that, you know, it took that long for her idea of nursing to come to light. So what if I give myself the permission that it may, it may take some time of trial error. It may take some time of learning more about myself and the profession and in exploring and that it doesn't have to happen overnight. And that gives myself the compassion for myself to cultivate, to dream, and then to also put it into action and see because Every scenario, every circumstance may have a different component to it that may shine light on a process that will will withstand multiple scenarios or circumstances or environments. And so I returned to shift the next day and it was New Year's Eve and I got to have some time with just me and the patient in the home. I remember taking this moment as my patient was playing therapeutically with their toys. I took a moment to just breathe and noticed all of these patterns I could feel myself trying to do, trying to do what I thought I needed to do to earn a paycheck, to be a professional qualified nurse. I was trying Instead of just being present and allowing this therapeutic essence to come from me and through me to, to literally be the nurse instead of trying, I I was trying to do the nurse. I was trying to do the skills and things that I thought I needed to do because that's what I was taught. And instead I started to just breathe and see all those patterns unfold from me. And I began to connect and I could feel so deeply my root and my sacral areas of my body along the shunshunadi is what they call it. That's the central, that would be your spinal column. I could literally feel, and the the root would be where your tailbone is and the sacral would be a couple inches higher than that. And there are not many times when I am that deeply connected to feel those areas. So when I feel them, I'm very aware. And to be in a place of my profession and to be connecting so deeply with my physical body and being in a place where I'm allowing myself to feel fully present was such a blessing. And how I would like to show up in my profession is feeling fully alive and present and activated and also being in a professional manner and taking care of the duties at hand and the responsibilities at hand in a way where I'm fully present. And I truly feel that that is this bridging of my true nature, of my authentic self, of 
who I really am is, is this essence of fully being alive, letting go of these beliefs of who I think I need to be, the protective mechanisms and, or the hats of I'm a nurse, I'm, I'm professional, I need to be this way and taking some of that off and still allowing myself to be professional, allowing myself to acknowledge all the cares that need to be done and also being my whole self that I don't have to hide my true nature, my true self, and that I naturally am in a person that brings healing with me because that's who I am. Not that, not that I heal other people, but that I am a healer in my own birthright and who I am. I am healed within myself and from a place of being healed, being whole, being all that I am and bringing that with me everywhere I go, I literally transform the energies around me that literally the environments feel nourished and fed from just my presence alone. Not that I have to do anything to provide that and not that there's anything wrong with the environments that I'm going into, not that any person is wrong or that they have something wrong with them or that they're ill, but just that they're going through a journey themselves that might have a medical diagnosis attached to it that's simply an experience and how am I coming to that place from a wholeness I'm whole and I'm healed myself and by sharing that that essence of that being in that environment how is that actually shifting for other people how can they allow themselves to to feel fed from that place so that they can connect to that connection within themselves of being whole and being fully provided for. And what does that look like for their own diagnosis? Can they release themselves from that identity? Can they graduate? Can they move forward? Or if they continue to have that diagnosis, how does it look to embody and be more of themselves through that journey? That nothing has to be right or wrong about it. And where is that becoming more of a teaching point for each of us? And I really feel blessed to allow myself to go back into the profession that I had been trepidous about returning to because of this fear that I would have to hide some of myself to fit into this Western field, but how instead I decided to lean into it and be excited to return with a awareness of new eyes, of allowing myself to bring forth therapeutic perspective that allowed a bridging of this eastern western modality but even beyond just eastern western it's something holistic it's something that is interconnected it is an acceptance of all of my beingness of all of the traditions of all the different beliefs and allowing them all to be okay and accepted and sometimes they don't apply to the scenario but how can I allow for something beyond a judgment something beyond a, a black and white option where is it that there's going to be a scenario that applies best to the scenario. And if I'm open and available to all possibilities, I can attune to what I need in this moment. And I'm accepting out of the infinite quantum that I'm actually living from a quantum essence. I'm, I'm coming to this profession as a nurse and honoring the Western modalities, but I'm allowing, especially for these chronic illnesses where sometimes Western doesn't approach 
fully. It, it's one aspect that I truly believe in, but it doesn't answer all of the questions. And so how can I come into this modality, honor their scope of practice, but also say yes to what are some other options that could really support and nourish and feed this person? Because we are holistic beings. We are whole. We are we are more than just a physical body, which Western medicine is great at, the physical. But what about the emotional, energetic, and all the other in between that we don't even know about yet? And how are we approaching in this full manner? And it's exciting to be in a place where I'm allowing these infinite possibilities to come through in my practice in a way that appreciates the model that I came from instead of saying, oh, I remember when it didn't work for me. Instead saying, you know, there are qualities that could really help the people I'm working with and I'm, I'm accepting of it now and leaning into something that I had run away from. What is it holding for me? There's something here for me. And I'm leaning into experiencing, experiencing the unfolding of what it's teaching, what it's showing me, how it's teaching me to appreciate and love and learn from and expanding into what else is possible. And what a journey to allow myself to just explore all these different avenues of my own being while I'm showing up as a nurse today. And that I can feel into what works and what doesn't. There are some ideas I've carried, like I have said before, that don't necessarily allow me to be provided for as a provider. And that led to burnout in the past. And so... I get to learn how to fill my cup up and provide for myself from a place of what's going to fill my voids within me, what's going to fill my cup. And it's from a place of I get to do that for myself. Is it meditating? Is it dancing? Is it doing something I love, drawing, being in nature? It's things like this. And giving myself permission to say it is okay to do that it is okay to say yes to me being loved in that way and if i need to provide myself with the downtime to learn how to do that or to give myself weekends to be able to just go do that for myself that's where my true source of fulfillment comes from is from giving myself that joy no one can give that to me. I can ask for support. I can ask for people to join me in my journey. And if that's not their journey, I can ask them to love me from where they are. And it's really from I have to accept my own love for myself and for my journey. No one can give me that permission. They can offer permission. They can, they can meaning that they can offer that they are providing their own permission to say yes to life. But they can never give, I have to be the one to decide. I have to be the one to show up, choose it, take action, know I'm worthy of that, know that I am deserving of that, know that that is how I can help more people. I am aware that I am not the only one who 
has experienced caregiver fatigue or the, this belief that other people come first until the point of there's no more time for me. And that I learned that somewhere. So I know that other people experience that. And from that place I share this is my own journey of realizing that it's the boundaries I create saying this works for me, this doesn't. Yes, there are certain things that need to be done or there are certain ways such as protocols of documenting of meds given at a certain time, of a bath needs to be given, of G-tube cares completed, trait cares things that need to be done in a medically appropriate manner. And within that, there is room for me to breathe as a nurse and know even in a moment I can decide, right now I'm going to take a breath and this breath is going to nourish me. And then back to the cares. Even if that's as small of an opportunity I have, giving myself that, that I can in any second breathe and how easy that is to provide myself that and I don't need a whole long time to do it and even though I've needed to step away from my profession to understand that to take time to be in meditation for three months at a time or a weekend just even though I took my time to understand that to know now that I that's fun and amazing but I don't necessarily need that either. I can in this moment decide for that. And then give it to myself. And then carry on. And from that place, I begin to feel full again. And so I notice that I am in a position where I am still navigating. I'm still catching myself and being aware that... I may still have these ideas of what professionality is and then I'll turn off and turn autopilot and just like get these cares done and do it appropriately and then document. Like I might go into that auto like autopilot position, but then breathing in and saying, okay, like right now I'm I'm present to what I'm doing and everything is getting done appropriately, but I'm also present to the experience and I'm breathing. And I'm here and it's still getting done in a timely manner and allowing my authentic expression. I know, I know that I'm still in this, this experimentation of allowing more of myself in instead of shutting it out so that I make sure I get things completed appropriately. And so it's an honor to get to explore this through the spoken word and to share this journey with others who might not have known that they could have this possibility available to them and to share what it's like for me so that maybe other people going through this journey can say, oh, I'm not the only one. That it's okay to be in a field that I know that there's more that can be available, that there's some things that are might be missing, but there are some things that work really well also. And as we, as caregivers, show up more for ourselves, we have more opportunities to be available. From a place of 
heart-centeredness, from a place of authenticity, that's really going to bring more vitality to the people we are helping, whether it's a loved one or it is through a professional scope of practice, whatever that scope of practice is. And so this is my invitation to explore where are some places that we go autopilot and where are some places where we can show up and breathe and catch some of those beliefs and patterns that were taught to us that maybe no longer work? Where can we be more authentically ourselves, get to laugh more, play, and also still be within our, our professional scope? Or we fill our cups up more. We give ourselves the permission to take a breath that's really nourishing. Play when we get off a shift. Or if, if it's for a loved one, we, we ask for some flexibility and we, and we allow ourselves to be nourished. We give ourselves a bath. We go for a walk. And so with that, my vision is for so many individuals to show up in a sovereign manner where they are so fulfilled within themselves that they are so nourished whether it's from the way that they feed themselves or the way that they enjoy their time off that when they show up in their practice or they show up as caregivers that we are alive and thriving and how that allows the people we are working with to realize that they can they can have fun too regardless of where they are or what their prognosis is that whatever amount of life whatever breath is breathing through our mouth and nose and into our lungs that that is a joy an expression of something so much grander than what we can even put words to And that in every moment, we can choose to enjoy something about life. Even if it's a simple act of saying, I'm going to allow this breath to feel really good right now. And with that, I say thank you. And enjoy.